0: School of York Minster, Master John de York presided over twelve endowed choristers and at least sixty paying young scholars, many of whom lived in the Clee, a house owned by the Minster, although attached to the Almonry of St Mary's Abbey in Marygate, not far from the Abbey Stave. The high-spirited boys often tangled with the bargemen. The bargemen taunted the scholars for their privileged lifestyle and useless learning, and the boys retaliated by clambering about the landing-place, and sometimes onto the barges, wreaking innocent havoc. Occasionally the uneasy relationship erupted into violence. As was his custom, Jasper de Melton had lingered in the classroom after the lessons ended for the day to copy an additional reading into his precious notebook of old parchment scraps that Captain Archer had bound for him. Master John hummed as he tidied the room, occasionally stealing a peek at Jasper's work. The grammar master's interest annoyed Jasper a little, because he did not want to feel rushed. He'd make a mistake for sure, tired as he was by this time of day, and he hated scraping and recopying. That would be one less layer for a future reading. He sighed with relief when he came to the end of the brief passage. Even without the master, he would have felt the urge to hurry this afternoon. "'for he wanted to accompany his fellow scholars to the Abbey Staithe. "'Frosty air shocked him out of his late afternoon drowsiness "'as he pushed wide the door of St Peter's School, "'and it momentarily killed his enthusiasm for the coming drama, "'an attempt by his fellows to recover a schoolmate's scrip or purse "'from a less-than-honest Abbey bargeman named Drogo "'who had just been seen back at the Staithe. "'Jasper must head to the Stathe now if he meant to participate,' and then board the barges anchored there. The mere thought made him shrug his shoulders to protect his neck and ears in anticipation of the cold. It was a week past Martin Mass, and winter had taken hold. He'd forgotten his cap this morning, and his hands, which stuck out of his sleeves, were already stinging from the icy air. He suddenly grown quite a bit. His foster mother, Dame Lucy, said that it was his recent burst of growth that caused his legs to ache at night. Waking him, not unusual at the age of fourteen. A restless night was certainly the cause of his oversleeping this morning, and then, in his hurry to be on time, forgetting his cap and gloves. Jasper was glad to be back at the Minster School among his friends. He enjoyed being caught up in the energy that bubbled up to the surface now and then, as it had today, when the more senior boys heard that Drogo had been seen at the Stave. Timing was critical, because Drogo frequently travelled up and down the ooze piloting ships between York and the sea, so he might not stay long in the city. The older boys had quickly devised a plan to confront the man about Hubert's scrip. The main body of scholars were to rush the bargemen and distract them while the older scholars dealt with Drogo. Jasper wasn't convinced that Hubert's absence from school the past week had to do with the loss of his scrip. That had happened more than a fortnight earlier, and Hubert had attended a class for a week afterwards. He knew that the lad had more on his mind than his lost scrip. In the autumn, Jasper had come upon him behind the school, all curled into himself and weeping. Jasper had heard that the lad's father was feared dead. Having lost his own father when younger than Hubert, Jasper understood the fear in the boy's eyes when he loosened up, and began to talk of his mother's troubles with the farm, how suddenly they were poor. In Jasper's opinion, such a loss and the subsequent fear about the future were more likely to keep Hubert away from the classroom than would the loss of a scrip, although if it had held money, its recovery might comfort the lad a little. Perhaps that was sufficient reason to help recover it. "'even though Jasper had promised the captain "'that he would not get involved in the skirmishes "'between the scholars and the bargemen. "'He was still debating whether to follow his fellows "'or to head straight home to the apothecary. "'He doubted he would contribute much "'as he was unfamiliar with the barges, "'but he knew he'd feel left out "'when the others talked about it afterwards. "'He was sympathetic to Hubert's situation as well. "'It was plain that he must quickly choose,' for those leading the band of scholars were already out of sight. In fact, the light had faded enough that Jasper could see only the last few stragglers. Surely he might be late to the apothecary this one afternoon. He'd been a diligent apprentice the past year, having withdrawn from school the previous autumn.